He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you and me in his hands. Wow, that was beautiful. Thanks. I haven't heard that song in a long time. No, I don't know why it popped into my head. <laughs> just thinking either. a lot about the Lord these days. <laughs> You're just uh, into God these I'm days. Godhead. <laughs> Welcome Godheads back. only. <laughs> Welcome back to God Chats. Welcome back to Jesus Chats. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just whacked myself. God thinks couch. you haven't been in enough pain recently. He just I know. wanted you to have a little bit more. Ugh, God. Mm. Speaking of God. Yeah. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) God is a woman and the woman is Laura. Yeah. Yeah. You'll believe God is a woman after you hear this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Babe's been on a bit of a break because uh, my patrons know this, but now the world is about to know this (laughs) because I'm past it and can talk about it with glee. Yeah. Um, I had a fistula. I'm not going to really explain <laughs> You can Google it. It's a, not great. Sounds like a, it sounded like a song title or something. Yeah. I had a fistula. Or it's like what you do at a rock concert where yes. you just like fist in the air. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Queen when you watch the movie. Oh, the best movie in the world? <laughs> you mean? <laughs> With the best actor and the best editing? <laughs> the best actor ever. Because <laughs> Rami Malek's dentures. Oh my God. That's a total babe. Um, yeah. So I had, it's like a light colorectal issue, which is a real troll fest, especially, you know, I'm a brew master and I love nothing more <laughs> than a brew story, but brews got the best of me with this one. So I had to get corrective surgery for that a couple weeks ago, which when this comes out, it'll be my two week anniversary of being anniversary. <laughs> Did I steal that right from <laughs> under you? <laughs> You're on fire today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> happy to be alive. Ladies and gentlemen, Graydon Shepherd. Um, yeah, so my anniversary is today. So feel free to wish me Happy anniversary on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag happy anniversary. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I had to get surgery, which was not so fun. And then I was just like laying low. My mom came to town and I've just been forcing her to watch Sopranos. Yeah. And like nap. And then entering a slightly crippling depression post-surgery that's traumatic, I'm sure. Or like, it's just so, it's a lot. It's a big thing to go through. How could it not send you into a depression? Yeah. A light I, breeze sends me into a depression. So <laughs> I know. Like waking up on the wrong side of the bed yeah. is Ugh, just like... Today's fucked. Just waking up. Yeah. <laughs> well, happened again. Yeah. You're like, oh, still, still alive? Here. Oh, man. Um, sleep isn't eternal this time around. Um, no, but today... You know, it's Monday. I'm feeling good about life. Yeah. For now. And yeah, but it was a big adjustment period. Yeah. 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 It's a lot. It's like, uh, it must feel obviously invasive to have something like that happen to your own body. It's like, it's the perfect mixture of like trollsome things because A, it's like. And, like, I wasn't, I talked about it to, like, close friends and stuff yeah. and, like, family, obviously, like, my mom. But 
it's one of those things where you're just like kind of ashamed, even though it happens to a lot of people, like fistulas are pretty common. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just felt weird about it. And then the whole thing of like, I lived with it for a really long time. Like, and it was like a minor issue, but it was also annoying and like embarrassing. And then the surgery, I finally scheduled it after like my GP shamed me into it and was like, you need like, why are you just living this life? Like you need to fix this by next year. Like it needs to be done. Like yeah. real talked. She like Susie Ormond me, yeah, which is what I need in order to get things moving. <laughs> you have got something up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you can't afford it, girl. Mm-mm. I don't know how to do Susie. That was like a pretty Susie ass. You channeled. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, And so, and then just like the surgery looming, because there's like a lot of different outcomes with this type of surgery where like you can, it can go really well and they basically just have to like cut open your fistula and then like lay it open. So you just have like a hole that heals from like the inside out. Right. Or you can have like, a ring put through it. Oh, which, ring through your ring? Yeah, it's like a butthole <laughs> ring, which I was like, I will die. Like, I can't survive. I was like, I've made it this far, survived a lot of troll things in my life, but I don't know if I can, you like... You be the lordess of the rings? No. got <laughs> 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 a ring in your hoop? <laughs> They're like, how many piercings do you have? I'm like, I have four. Oh, my God. When in my they can just put the IV in there and yeah and so I was like and the thing is with this type of surgery they don't know what is going to happen until like they're in there poking around oh, so God. it's like you don't you go into it with like it's big it's just like a huge TBD yeah so I my mental state entered like true TBD zone about three and a half weeks ago where I was like basically having like high anxiety dropped out from society. I was like, um, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I went underground. I turned yeah. into a mole person, yeah. ceased communication with the outside world. <laughs> then like slowly, but surely went into like Catherine Deneuve repulsion zone where I was basically just like, have you seen that movie ever? Mm-mm, no, it's a Roman Polanski. Great. Roman Polanski joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> problematic bay roman polanski um but it's like about Catherine deneuve like beautiful french woman whose sister i think leaves her that she lives with her sister but her sister like leaves her for a weekend and she just like loses it oh my god but ever since i saw i was like wait that's me and then every time that i go into like mole person dumb <laughs> i'm like channeling Catherine. i recommend like i know we hate roman polanski but yeah. i mean that movie is you know emblematic yeah it's good i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Have you ever seen Autumn Sonata? No. That's my fave sister's falling out movie. No, I think it's Mother and Daughter. It's been a while since I've seen it. But it's um, Bergman. And they just, it's like, they start out just like family. Hi, nice to see you. And then it just devolves into, you ruined me. Okay, <laughs> good. So good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a just kind of one woman's descent into madness. Oh, I'll check it out. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> it's really something. Popcorn flake. And... Yeah, and then I was like, seen bugs. Like, I, you know, ha, do you ever have that with anxiety? Mm-hmm. I told my psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to know my fellow Psychosis. anxiety heads out there. Bugs. You know, yeah, where you think you see like a bug on the wall. Oh no! But then there's nothing there. Ooh, that's like my. That's my anxiety hallmark when I know that I've entered. You're like, okay, this yeah. is serious. Like, I don't have like panic attacks really. Right. I just start seeing things like, and then I think like a spider's crawling on the wall, and then I look and there's just no spider, is or, like that after a cockroach. A lot of Adderall, or is that? Just... No, that's just like <laughs> stone cold sober Oof. in my own mind. Gosh. It's just like my brain decides to malfunction on me. Nice, yeah. A fun added side effect. <laughs> so I was like literally bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> then I had my surge and it went totally well. No piercing. Great. Yeah. And I'm just like on the mend. Now your fractured butthole is a. I'm going to have like a little scar. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to have a brand new butthole. Yeah. <laughs> get ready just in time for summer my summer butthole is gonna come out imagine you got a second butthole they just it it looked like that at first oh really yeah (laughs) (laughs) not great it was just like a literal black hole oh my god yeah but then it starts to heal did you like bend over in the mirror and look at it yeah use a hand mirror or something i've been using a hand mirror for decades Decades. now remember the first time you saw your butthole yeah wait remember when we were it was at your birthday where we started talking about yeah (laughs) <laughs> I saw yours. You saw mine. You said, "Oh, you should get surgery, girl." <laughs> There's something going on down there. A little dangly bit. Um, no, when we were like, we were saying like very casually, like I was looking at my butthole in the mirror the other day, and then some people at the party were like, oh, yeah, "I've never, I've never d- done that. like yeah. I've never done that. I've never seen my own asshole." And I was like, "Crazy, that's insane." You like you have to look at. How could you not be curious about it? Uh, I know every part of my body, inside and out. No (laughs) stone left unturned. Like I would, couldn't x-rays weekly. Yeah, yeah, full MRI. No, but like I, I don't understand that mentality. No, that was shocking. You just let your butthole live. You never, ever, once, ever, ever once thought to look at it. Yeah. I can't remember who was saying it, but if if that was a gay, it wasn't a gay. It was, was, I think. Yes. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> How could you not? That's like a prime erogenous zone. It's not just yeah. Like it's like not. I don't understand that. Me neither. Wild. I need to like a survey. Also just, also, just childish curiosity. It's just like wait. I want to know what's comes down out there of somewhere. And yeah. then when you're like, <laughs> what does it look like? Yeah. I wonder. You got your full length shower mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, and I'm just turn like back. through the legs. I'm like, holy shit, that is purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I never Oh my fully... god, the readers should should write in about what color their buttholes are. Yeah, what color is your butthole? Also, weigh in, like, have you seen it? I yeah. want to know what the percentages of people yes. that have seen their own assholes and people who haven't. Yeah. Because I was looking at mine long before my fistula drama. Yeah. You got to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I talked about my ass drama on the Patreon. So if you want to hear about that, go go subscribe. But Ooh, I, like that. I remember there was a time I was getting checked out. And they just like, it was, they put like a thing in and like, <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was like some sort of tube and you could like see right inside and oh, they yeah. could like inspect all around. Like she was like, no, it's not. do you drink a lot of orange juice? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Was it on problem. a video? Did you see it on a yeah, video camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It was was yeah. it a colonoscopy? No. It was maybe just it like- wasn't. Maybe I'm just imagining the seeing it part. Yeah, I felt like I was lying as soon as I said yes. Um, <laughs> so I don't think I did see it. But they just like said like it was like a, almost like a tube speculum kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the, test tube. the yeah. first time I discovered like any sort of pain in that area was yeah. like a, it was in 2014. And then I immediately was like, oh, my God, I have like an ass tumor. Like I have ass cancer. It's over for me. Yeah. And I made an appointment to go to the doctor and then my appointment was on Valentine's Day. And so for that Valentine's <laughs> Day, I had like a female doctor just like put her finger in my butt to like <sighs> figure out what was in there oh and what God. was going on. And I want to do like, can you just like whisper, I love you. Yeah. Like, you're so sexy, She baby. brings in flowers yeah, before Yeah, like starts. I need like a gift along <laughs> yeah. with this. She finds chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> fudge (laughs) yeah god so glad you're better i'm so glad i'm better yeah do you feel better overall i do healing i know you were no i mean i'm healing but i it was like the two-week anniversary has like it's such it's that area just heals really quickly because there's so much blood flow so Mm -hmm. it's like I mean, it's by no means fully healed. Like, I don't think I can go to spin class anytime soon. (laughs) Especially without a seat. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm like on the mend. I'm ready to entertain maybe like a bar class or something. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. I went on a hike this past weekend. Oh, good. So. That's good. Yeah. Regaining your independence and freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But surgery. Have you ever had like a big surgery before no, no i hadn't either like aside from wisdom teeth yeah. until this time but you got some pretty oh, prime <laughs> i got the good stuff yeah. i kind of i i told you this already but i'll yeah, tell no, the I'll readers tell um so surgery is actually like really amazing because you go into like the hospital and, and i was really nervous like i couldn't yeah. sleep the night before i slept like three hours i was like flipping out obviously oh, I like nervous for bugs. a scheduled yoga class i can't <laughs> yeah i, <was laughs> I can't imagine like, a surgery <laughs> literally about to fully die yeah and then when i finally like got into like the surgical unit and they have you change into like your gown your hospital gown for some reason i just thought you wear like your regular clothes into surgery yeah i don't know i was just like i'm gonna wear comfortable clothes because i want to be like comfy in like my on an airplane like yeah. a basic girl on an airplane yeah i wore like <laughs> you brought a sweat. your own pillow i wore sweats and like 
my like Yeezys and oh I was like God. a cute surgery outfit. That's and so that was not what you wear in surgery. No. So you put all your clothes in the bag and even your jewelry, you're not allowed to like wear. I had to like put my crystal bracelets like in the bag. And <laughs> I love that you thought. I just was like, <laughs> I thought I would disrobe from the waist down and we'd call it a day. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, but were you under general? No, it was just local. It was a full anesthesia. Oh, you were under. Oh, I went propofol, Michael Jackson. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you wear your little hospital robe, yeah. and then, like, everyone comes in to, like, check on you. Like, four different people, like, were asking me questions about this and that. And then, like, they put, like, little squeezy things on your legs to help with circulation while oh, you're under. Cool. And they like give you blankets and you're just like so cozy and everyone is very attentive and taking care of you and you don't have to do anything except be like cozy and get an IV. And I, that really resonated with me. (laughs) I was like, this feels amazing. And I get why like people fake illnesses now. You can get into the whole like mommy dead and dearest. Yeah. Munchausen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I fully understand that. Yeah. Because I was the coziest I've ever been. And just the attention and the like. So much attention. Yeah. So much like positive reinforcement. Enforcement. <laughs> reinforcement. <laughs> reinforcement. <laughs> Reinforcement. Yeah. And like cute surgeons or like residents. Because I was at UCLA. So that's like a teaching hospital. So there's lots of like young. I was like, what if this is my meat cute? Is that where Rupert is? No, he's at USC. Okay. USC, the scandalous. (laughs) (laughs) Who's his dad? (laughs) John Stamos. (laughs) Um, And then you get your IV and then you get wheeled from your little like get ready zone into the surgery zone. And then while you're getting wheeled, the anesthesiologist, he's like, okay, I'm going to give you like some of the good stuff right now. And then he just like doses you. So you're already like tripping. Yeah. And I, you know me, I'm heady. So I was like, I'm going to stay awake for as long as I can. Just like (laughs) soak up this experience. (laughs) And like getting wheeled into the surgery room was like, you feel like the drugs like coming on. You're just like, whoa, this is fucking far out. And then (laughs) they were like, lay down. I had to lay face down because obviously it's a <laughs> surgery. They just hang you up by your ankles. <laughs> They're like, we commonly do this procedure upside down. They just pull like a drawstring. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. <laughs> just legs out to the side. Just upside they down. Like a you, Y. <laughs> like you, you're out like a star. Yes. You know those torture stars that like the oh, yeah. eagle? What's it called? St. Mark's Cross or yeah, something? Yeah, you're, you're that. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. It's a sexy <laughs> surgery. <laughs> They just spin you around. You're on a wheel. (laughs) Yeah. But you're under the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like BDSM, but surgery. Surgery. There's like surgery kinks, aren't there? Oh, yeah. People have full-blown surgery kinks. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe that's my calling. (laughs) (laughs) Topping? Stretcher. But I just would want to... I need a medical professional. Because medical professionals make it all better. Because you're like, okay, like, my likelihood of dying is low yeah and i'm now i'm just gonna like trip out on this wild vibe (laughs) and so they had me like get into my position like face down on the gurney or whatever and they arranged like pillows because i've been having like shoulder issues so Mm -hmm. i was like Mm -hmm. had to get comfy with my shoulder and neck and then they blow up this like 
they blew up some sort of thing behind me, like put like a paper wall between my top half and bottom half. Oh, yeah, kind of like people who get um, cesareans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. And then they just like put a hot fan on me. So it was like so warm and cozy, like mm. blowing on my like face and hair. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, like yes, love Danny. this. And then the anesthesiologist was like, okay, like, I'm going to administer the propofol now. You might feel like a little spicy sensation. And I literally could feel like the spicy liquid going into my veins and like traveling. I don't know, but it was spicy. (laughs) And then he was (laughs) like, did it hurt? It can't hurt. It's like, it hurt a little bit. Yeah. It was like a spicy, like a peppery. Whoa. A pepper in your veins. Pepper veins. Yeah. Pepper and pepper and. And they had done local anesthesia on my hand before putting the oh. IV in because I guess it can be really painful to get an IV. Yeah. So like two of well, my fingers were not numb. Not Theranos. Not a th- <laughs> Just one, one drop of blood. A simple drop of blood. You'll never have to say goodbye too soon. <laughs> it's her favorite she thing had to us say. All. Yep. She had us at she had us at one drop of blood. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so we spicy hand. So I had a spicy vein. Yeah, and then the anesthesiologist was like count backwards, and then I was like, Bleh, and then I was just out. Like I couldn't couldn't even, even do ten. No, I couldn't even utter one number. I oh think I was God. like, what? And then I just like passed <laughs> out. You're like, no, <laughs> tell me what to do. Uh-uh, no one tells <laughs> Down me. Down with the and then I woke up in the recovery area and nobody was there. No, no one <laughs> the hospital was, was empty. Yeah. And it was 28 days <laughs> later. That would be actually the worst 28 days later oh is post God. fistula. Yeah. Surgery. <laughs> you have Somebody to like, get me a wheelchair and run. a donut. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I was like stressed because I was just waiting for the doctor. I was like, the only way I can truly relax is like if this doctor comes and tells me that everything went as planned, like I don't have the like Seton like piercing ring. Yeah. So then he came and he told me everything went well. And then I was like, hell yes, like I can finally be cozy again. And so then I got fentanyl. Nice. And that was awesome. Uh- <laughs> Uh, I just want one drop. Do I truly <laughs> highly recommend if any of you, I don't recommend doing any fentanyl like on your, on your own, own. Self-administered. Don't self-administered. Don't do yeah. Don't do like Coke. Cause I guess that has fentanyl in it. I don't know. Which I don't, I don't do understand. We can talk about this after, but like why do, why would dealers cut fentanyl into Coke? It will kill their customers and then and they the don't highs are totally money. different. If the little bit of fentanyl works, you're just doing a speedball, which is like crazy. I feel like if you're getting Coke, you don't want a downer in it. If you're going to do a speed. Anyway. Is fentanyl like cheap? But it can't be cheaper than Coke. Just cut it with baking soda. Like step on it with something else. Yeah. Or like baby aspirin or yeah. like. Don't kill. It's crazy. Anyway, I don't understand. I ask all the time <laughs> anybody i can like i ask all my dealers <laughs> yeah. like why are you doing, why are you this? doing this no it's uh but it is it's happening it's killing people careful with your coke guys yeah be careful because fentanyl is no joke no as you know as i know and so i was like lying on my back and then i real i was like in pain and so i turned over on my side and then the rn came in he's like 
popped a little oxy in my mouth. And then he was (laughs) like, okay, what's your pain level? And I was like, it's like a seven. And then he was, he's like, okay, I'm going to give you fentanyl. And I was like, oh my God, is this really happening in my life right now? (laughs) This is amazing. I can't believe this happening to me. (laughs) Some people wait a lifetime for for a a moment moment like this. this. Yeah. And so he administers the fentanyl through my IV. And honestly, I fully understand what heroin is like now after this. Like, it, I felt it wash. I felt like I was Christopher in The Sopranos. <laughs> Wait, I haven't gotten that far. I'm like, season- you saw him shoot up though. Oh, Christopher. Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about somebody else. Yes. No, and like <clears throat> in movies, when you see people shoot up and then they're like, ah, oh, and like fall back, yeah. and you're like, is this real or is that cinema? And I'll tell you what, it's real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it wash over my body and then I felt a deep sense of total calm and what can only be described as like pure peaceful bliss Mm. like not euphoria where you're like right i love you oh my god i love life like i just want to like create it's like (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna stay here no it's like i'm gonna lay here but every single thing is gonna be okay Mm. even if you were like someone's gonna cut off your leg later i would have been like it's you know what it's totally fine. Like, it's all going to work out. I can't explain how and I can't explain why, but I just know that it's all going to be okay. What is the source of fentanyl? Is it uh, is it poppies too? Or I don't is it know. just like something totally different? Is it an opioid or is it totally synthetic? I don't know. Should we Google it? Yeah. Because I was truly, I was buzzing. And then I was like, wow, I understand why people get addicted to painkillers and opioids but specifically like intravenous like drugs such as heroin well because also doesn't it's like you don't have the come down of like drinking or like doing hard drugs other hard drugs or uppers or whatever you just kind of like ease out of it right it doesn't like did you have a come down uh like where you got sad or did what no i don't think so because i mean i was like pretty out of it for the rest of the day like because i think that's just normal when you get put under for surgery yeah and then plus that plus i was taking oxycontin so it was like i was pretty (laughs) i was pretty out (laughs) that'll take the edge off 24 hours and then i was like on oxy for like another day and a half yeah and then i was just like oh i don't need this anymore so i'm chill yeah save it for a special oh shit I stay over? Yeah. <laughs> Snorting later. <laughs> um, yeah, so I never experienced any sort of, like, come down thing. Yeah. But I was like, that is the perfect scenario to get to d- have, like, a fentanyl heroin-esque journey is under the watchful gaze of a registered nurse yeah. where you can't die or yeah. overdose. you And you just get to lay on your hospital bed and, like, sleep for... Yeah hours yeah you overstayed your your yeah. checkout time I was, didn't you? Sort of, I was checked out at like eleven twenty four, and i didn't leave until twelve forty five. they're amazing. like do you think you can stand now and i was like maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but i did try and stand at one point 
And I think I went too fast because I got right. like fully faint. I just had to pee, but I like could barely make it to the bathroom and back. At least you knew that you were supposed to get up and pee rather than just like sit there and pee in your bed. And pee, piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would have taken a lot of fun out of the high. Yeah. The almost passing out and being covered in like full blown, like dripping sweat. Yeah. Almost vomiting into like Ugh. one of those little tube barf bags. That really took a lot of the fun out of yeah, my high. I bet. <laughs> and then I just wanted to go back to sleepy time again. <laughs> and no move, only sleep. Was it hard to get home? No. Well, I got, then you get to get wheeled out in a wheelchair, right. which is truly the ultimate treat. <laughs> like that girl in drop dead gorgeous just like yeah Wee. you just get wheeled you? all around yeah. it's a everything to me yeah. and then so what i told my mom i gave her my car keys and i was like i had parked in the in what i thought was like a very findable place in the parking garage uh-huh. But then my mom managed to get lost for like 30 oh, no. minutes and like no. ended up in another part of the hospital. Oh my God. And so then I just like sat outside in the wheelchair and chilled with like another nurse that was in charge of wheeling me. Then we finally located my mom because I don't think you're allowed to like get up out of the wheelchair no, until like an you're thing. at your car. Yeah. Because Junior and the Sopranos. Yeah. I was, of ju- <laughs> I was thinking of Junior while it was happening. Yeah. So then we finally located my mom. We couldn't explain to her where the car is because she couldn't really understand. And so then the nurse was I like... I love a mom in a city situation. They're just like, what? Oh, they, the panic. Yeah, I was like... In. <laughs> I guess OKC is like big enough, but... But like... And she knows hospitals. She knows... I was like this... I made it as easy as I possibly could. Like it was... I Like I can remember how to get there. And I'm the one that's on like fentanyl and Oxycontin. Like right. you're sober. And but like, maybe you were just like not coherent. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, where are you? And then she was like, ah, I'm really close. I'm really close. Like it was the kind of thing where she like <laughs> is definitely so lost because she won't even tell you where she is. Oh my God. And then the nurse that I was with, she was like, tell her to meet us here and then we'll just all go together. And right. so then my mom met us and then we like wheeled our way to the car yeah. into the garage. Yeah. Okay. But and then it was the production. fine. Yeah. yeah. It was really like lower pain than i thought that's good yeah yeah i was just like really tired and sleepy yeah like for that whole week and a half yeah nice yeah sounds, sounds nice sounds about right sleepy Wait, so baby you, so fentanyl? fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine okay so it's synthetic yeah how it do was, you uh, how do you accomplish it's wild Street names, Apace, China Girl, Chinatown, China White, Dance Fever, Goodfellas, Great Bear, He-Man, Poison, and Tango and Cash. Wait. <laughs> My favorite movie. My favorite. <laughs> Wait, so is China, White China, like, heroin fentanyl? Is it? Is White China heroin, but China White is fentanyl? Oh, China is White, fe- that's what I was trying to say. China White. China White is, because there's, like, black tar... China white. What's black tar? Black tar heroin is like super strong. I think it's from like Afghanistan or something. Whoa. Yeah. I don't even know about the different kinds of heroin. We'll find out (laughs) (laughs) in our sixties. Yeah. Fentanyl is an intense short term high Hmm. with temporary feelings of euphoria, slowed respiration, reduced blood pressure, nausea, fainting, 
yay and yay got both of those <laughs> seizures death nay and nay oh you made it yeah not so. in this not in this timeline no you branched off into a different timeline and died I know. Somewhere out there, I died. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also fucked myself over by listening to Dr. Death. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like the month before surgery. Bad idea. And then I was like, what if this guy fucking botches me and like I end up with like a colostomy bag for the rest of life? Or he just kills me on the operating table. At least you won't know on the operating table. Yeah, that way you're just like dead all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. That's would be a nice way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Where you're just like, (laughs) bye. You're like, great. I died during like ass surgery. (laughs) Hate this for me, but also love this for the lols. Yeah. But wish that I could have been around a lol about it. Instead, I guess I'll just have to like haunt someone. You could be up in heaven doing babe. Yeah. Entertaining the masses mm-hmm. up in heaven where my podcast reaches like a, I have an audience of a billion. He's got your whole world, <laughs> your, your whole in his hands. Uh, I sit and I pod That's with God. I yeah, pod with God. Yeah. There's got to be a pod with God already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's just you and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you wait for God to yeah. weigh in. So Every it's like waiting episode, for Godot. Yeah, yeah, you're like, okay, like <laughs> he should be here any minute, but maybe next week we'll get him. Uh, next week, God is on the pod. It's Matt Damon on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got some sweet China girl in my veins. Oh my and then <laughs> feels a little. It feels racist, wrong. Yeah. yeah, it feels wrong. I didn't say it. The DEA.gov no. said it, so oh, blame the DEA. I do. Dance fever. That seems like the opposite. Drug facts. Oh, just about everything. Bath oh, salts. yeah. I zeroed right in on that one. They've really um, They've gone had away. A, it seems like yeah. they had a moment and they're just not around anymore. I think when or you get the news cycle just was like, we don't care anymore. Bad PR, like a face-eating thing, <laughs> yeah. will slow down like the chic factor of a drug. You would hope so. Yeah. Street names. I love the street names. Blue silk. Meow, meow. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> meow, meow. Oh my God. I knew that there had to be a drug called meow, meow. And this was it. <laughs> I thought that was something else. What is, oh, shabu, shabu is meth, isn't it? In like. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Wait, this is my new favorite thing. Okay. <laughs> Street names for basalts. Bliss, blue silk, cloud nine, drone, energy one, ivory wave, lunar wave. Meow, meow. <laughs> Meth. <laughs> M-E-P-H. Ocean Meth. Burst. It's, these sound like soap names. Yeah. Pure Ivory. Purple Wave. Red Dove. Snow Leopard. Red Dove is ominous. Yeah. Snow Leopard reminds me of the Mac Snow yeah. Leopard. <laughs> you running that Mac Snow Leopard operating 10. system 1. or what? 4. Stardust. Vanilla Sky. White Dove. White Night. White Lightning. Fun. How does this affect the body? Insomnia, irritability, dizziness. Feelings of empathy. Oh, I thought it was going to say emptiness. Stimulation, alertness, euphoria. I I didn't realize it caused euphoria. I thought it just made you fucking crazy. Then you get paranoia, hallucinations, delusions, suicidal thoughts, seizures. Mm, Nice. Sounds like the cons outweigh the pros. (laughs) Street names for Coke. Coca. Coke, <laughs> crack, crank, flake, rock, snow, soda cot, soda cot. How are they not? How do they have Charlie on there? Isn't that like a super yeah. common used in movies all the time? Blow, 
Bl- yeah, what about blow? The DEA is behind. Sucking. Call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you need we'll a trade. consultant. Yeah. <laughs> seven grand a week. <laughs> seven grams a week. Yeah. Ecstasy or MDMA, also known as Molly. I love DEA. This is like the, so nerd. grandparent. Yeah. Street names. Adam. Adam. Beans. That. Biscuit. <laughs> Biscuit. <laughs> clarity disco biscuit is good i like that one hug drug hug drug lover's speed oh my god peace just peace you got any peace peace and somebody just hands you a tab because you said peace (laughs) stp like stone Stone temple pilots x xtc why xtc that's not a code I used that as a code when I was like in <laughs> no. grade school. I wrote like fan fiction or like early middle school. I wrote like oh my God. lesbian fan fiction involving like yes. XTC. Oh my God. And then my mom found it. She cracked the code. And she confronted <laughs> me about like my lesbian like erotica. Oh my God. And then How I was just go? like, I don't know what, I don't know who did this. I was in a trance. I was on fentanyl. I was on, I was, I was on like, I don't know. Shabby. I don't know. And then I don't talk about it to me. I, do you, um, uh, neighborhood boy and i found some porno in the woods obviously as everyone does and he was like do you want to come over and look at it and i was like okay i'll just tell my mom i'm coming over to look at on <laughs> and he was like just don't say anything <laughs> what's on porno backwards <laughs> i didn't want to lie you love overthinking i know i just i just didn't want to deceive anyone <laughs> A little deceit. I love her being like, on rock. On rock. All right. Uh, have fun. And then her like slowly making she, the connection. She writes it on the wall and then shuts the the, the yeah. medicine cabinet mirror and suddenly <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Didn't Flocka. Work. What's PVP? Street names. Gravel. No, PVP. Flocka's kind of like bath salts. Hmm. Is that why Waka Flocka Flame? Maybe. Ooh, GHB. Have you ever done GHB? Uh, Yes, once, and I didn't really care for it. I feel like people do GHB a lot more than we give them credit for. <laughs> like, I feel like there's like a whole, like tons of people around me at all times on GHB. There, used, that, there was a time when people were doing it around me, but I didn't, I, yeah, and I tried time. it once, <laughs> and I just was like, I don't really get it. Yeah, it seems really dangerous. Yeah. Because if you mix it at all with alcohol, you die. Yeah. yeah. And I had heard like a horror story about someone chugging like yeah. a water bottle. Like they thought a water bottle was no. just water, but they chugged the whole thing because they were so thirsty and it was actually GHB and then they died. Oh my And so then I was like, God. I'm never doing GHB. Yeah. Don't do drugs. I still haven't you're... done GHB. Probably never will. Neither have I, police that are listening. Street names G, Georgia homeboy, Goop. Goop. <laughs> uh, walking it back, ding, ding, walking ding, ding, it ding. back. JK, I'm going to do GHB. Who oh has it? Give me that Gwyneth Goop. Gwyneth has got it. Gwyneth, it's what if she's running a full yes. GHB ring? Oh, my God. There Are there codes in her in her emails about like where you could pick it up? Let's read the latest Goop email. <laughs> I'll bet we'll discover. GHB Goop. <laughs> This month at Goop Lab, Lab. Uh-oh. she has her Goop Labs in Brentwood, in Brentwood. <laughs> the hub of the GHB production in Los Angeles. That's why they're also rich. That's why they're also rich. Yeah. And also, of course, she would manufacture and run a GHB super ring because no calories. 
don't you don't didn't a lot of people oh, like instead of instead of drinking the calories yeah, from the alcohol thing. yeah um, you just like do a little cap of ghb and then hmm, feel silly now i'm into it yeah suddenly <laughs> <laughs> the march events at goop lab read between the lines with goops danielle oh my god oh Reading wow between the lines i feel like if you read every other line of her email mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives you instructions wow this is like pizzagate Goopgate. Goopgate is... Hashtag Goopgate. Okay, I think here's my, like, pitch for a movie, but also a pitch for just, like, a huge twist of 2019, because this is the year of the scam. So what if it came out that Gwyneth Paltrow was in bed with the makers of Vintner's Daughter? Do you know that skincare line? Oh. It's like... Kyle told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. it's It's a whole thing. Yeah. But, like, what if they're in bed together, secretly manufacturing GHB? Yes. And they're just getting... Piping it through the piping it sewers through. in Brentwood. <laughs> yeah. And then all this, like, wellness empire is a front for their yeah. thriving GHB industry. She's known to do a little scam or two, uh, like those solar patches or those patches, patch stickers that give you the energy of the moon or something. Oh. I haven't seen she's not, those. She's not above it. Yeah, but she isn't said anything about those patches in a long time no those patches came and went really quickly yeah because there's stickers <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite like wellness things of 2018 yeah were those patches it's wild it's like you don't Lisa hear about Frank those anymore. wellness stickers that was like a very also like elizabeth holmes-esque the patches. Did you ever think that when? Because remember, no. her first invention was like she oh, wanted yes, to do the, the patch that would like take your blood. Oh my god! Did you watch the doc? Duh. Yeah, it's my favorite <laughs> thing. I love the woman from Stanford who was like, "No, this is impossible. Stop it!" And she just like through the whole thing was like, "Like I'm disappointed in all my colleagues." She's hoodwinking them. Yeah, you're all stupid. <laughs> she she's no best. nonsense. Yeah. no bullshit. Uh, she's not here for any of it and now she's having work it's physically impossible (laughs) i told you so moment yeah she's loving it oh my god she's really good yeah she's one to watch in the year ahead (laughs) glamour woman of the year award what gets a quote she should yeah what is elizabeth holmes doing right now she stopped frying her hair she's engaged she learned how to do like a deep conditioning mask yeah and she like stopped trying to like let her hair break off it must have broken off in chunks every day or something did she just overwash it i think she straightened it and then put it in a pone and then put it in a bun i think so or just let it down like a scarecrow because <laughs> <laughs> like, it was really it was so fried and she I was think highlighting she hung, it she she was a bottle blonde like she was doing it herself i think no i bet no like professional hair care person would let that kind of hair exist. I think that like whoever was, she must've been, I don't have time. No, I need to drop a bleach in my hair. But like, she definitely had highlights that looked like they were done by somebody, but like, Whoever did her yeah. hair must be terrified that they're going to be exposed because it's really bad publicity for it's them. Jonathan Van Ness. It's <laughs> <laughs> one flaw. That comes out like yeah. later this year. Yeah, he gets fired from the gay <laughs> they're show. They're like, how dare you? You're not gay. <laughs> this hair? How could you? Uh, can you believe? Um, yeah, but I think she just stopped torturing it. 
and and it actually looks all right now. And she's like, seems to be chipper. It's she's just a true sociopath or whatever. She just is like lying her way through life. But doesn't she also like come out on top and all this? At the end of the day? Probably. Something's going to happen. She's going to turn around. Like She's starting new businesses, apparently. Yeah. She has, like, her entire life has been talking her way out of, like, bad situations one at a time. Like, at yeah. one point, I'm reading Bad Blood now for the Babe Book Club. Mm. But, like, early on in the Theranos game, all her board members tried to oust her as CEO and replace her. And they made the decision, called her into the room, told her, and then she talked them out of it. Oh my God. So like, I would love to have been in that room. What did she say? I don't know, but I think that that kind of like, she has like dirt on all of them. Has she like sucked all their dick? Like, I don't (laughs) understand like her level of confidence is like actually inspirational. Also, I can't believe her and Sunny like, Sunny is, is a, not mm-mm. <laughs> it's a no from me, dog. Mm-mm. It's a true n- <laughs> no. No from me, dingo. <laughs> <laughs> That's no from me, dingo. <laughs> Australian Randy Jacks. Yeah, Sunny can't. Homeboy's not going to get it. No. No. Mm-mm. He's going to. She'll throw him under the bus. I bet that's what she does. She's going to like mastermind something. He would She's be gonna a good defend herself. Can you imagine? She just becomes her own lawyer. She should. Yeah. I feel like she could get out of this. That's why she doesn't blink. She just hypnotizes people. I'm at, like kind of I stan her. Yeah. I'm into it now. Her confidence is like amazing. I don't agree with like people that she hurt and I think that it's very unfortunate that one of the co-founders or the scientist oh, who committed God. suicide yeah. that's like that's really brutal. dark and sad. Yeah. But ultimately, like... She's kind of a warrior. (laughs) She's a fucking warrior. And I'm into the confidence. And I'm like, let's all channel this in 2020. She's just shedding off all that, like, bad bad blood. And she's just fine. Yeah. She seems all right. She literally has bounced back. Like, I had a surgery. It threw me out into a spiral. And then I, like, missed (laughs) work for, like, a week. And was, like, crawling back to, like, life one therapy session at a time. (laughs) She literally, like ruin the world ruin the world (laughs) and is like fuck it i'll get engaged she's living in a luxury apartment in san francisco yeah yeah she's fine she's a fiance she has great hair she's like sporting a natural look yeah also that makeup was so insane why did she have like a she didn't wing her tips she like blotted them they're like circular it was circular at the edges yeah it was strange that's an unhinged person like crazy makeup is like crazy makeup is it yeah it is a telltale (laughs) yeah but like also the rumply like daily uniform that was not the best thing that she could have worn i also hope that they don't like make jennifer lawrence look really hot when they when she plays her is she for sure i don't know i think so okay but like i hope that they do style her in the way like with the like loose kind of like turtleneck that's like too stretched out and then she would pull it over the tops of her pants no. which that is a that's a true sign of a psycho for me yeah she, is when you pull your shirt down way tight over your pants and you don't tuck it in <laughs> like me right now no like a loose shirt over the pants <laughs> yeah, is fine but yeah. like a form-fitting turtleneck that's meant to goes be down over in, your butt that goes down over yeah. your pants where you can see the pants 
through like outline through the shirt. Yeah. I've never understood that. <laughs> you just like <laughs> nearly lost it. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I better go. <laughs> <laughs> What's Sonny up to now? I don't know. Didn't look into it. I hope he dyed his hair all one color. Oh, I was just going to say, I hope no. he died. <laughs> wow. No, I just hope he dyed his hair all one color. Yeah. I think it's. To... I think he's got his look a bit together, too. That's nice. Yeah. There's nothing like seeing yourself, the documentary of yourself. Oh, my to God. Understand. Do you think they watched it? Would you ever watch a documentary about yourself? Yes. <laughs> I would watch anything and everything. Probably anything that people ever say about me or do about me or talk about me. I know about it to some extent. Ooh, that's a warning shot. I'm a lurker. Yeah. I love to lurk. Doesn't it send you into spirals? Mm, No, because it's all good. Yeah. It doesn't really send me into spirals. Sometimes it does like, but some, most of the time it's just a lull. If you're attacking my character, then that would send me into a spiral. Yeah. But like if you like some people commented once on a YouTube video that I had the voice of a man and that made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else added me on Twitter and they were like, we found your voice twin. We there. We're Elizabeth Holmes. (laughs) I was like, I love that. (laughs) It's not a bad voice. Hers. It's just not real. (gasps) Just one (laughs) drop of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Who else is babing out? Who else is babing out this week? Oh, did you listen to the, the This American Life about Alex Jones? No. Oh, my God. They just do a full expose on him and just like all of his origin story lies. Ugh, oh, so he's good. just another liar. Oh, of course. He's the biggest liar. He's a Sandy Hook. He's a Sandy denier. Hook truther. Yeah. yeah. He's a psycho, which is the the most evil thing you could do. I like cannot wrap my head around Sandy Hook truthers. That's cr- it's it's crazy. Crazy. I used to, I was like, oh my God, the internet is going to change the world. Everyone's <laughs> going to get so much knowledge. Everyone's just going to like be able to have access to the truth and like all these sources. And no, the earth is flat and fucking Alex Jones is, has a huge following. And he tells people that the frogs are turning gay because of Obama. That frogs are turning gay? Yeah. He had this whole rant. If you haven't seen it, you should look it up. It's He freaks out and he's like, Obama's government is putting chemicals in the water that are turning frogs gay. It's just the most <laughs> insane conspiracy theories. He's he's awful. But he like lied and said that he found out that cops at his school were selling drugs and he like stood up in an assembly that they were giving and was like, "I saw you selling coke at this party I was at last week." And then like he's told that story all over the place and then this reporter went like went to his high school and was like 
talk to all of his former classmates and teachers and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, no, he never did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, but he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the truth. He doesn't care about facts. Those people can just like find their way to anything. They're in echo chambers. It's so weird to me, people that don't care about truth. Yeah. Like, especially in this day and age, like you cannot lie anymore. But you can. That's what's happening. Trump is lying. Everybody's just lying and they stick to it and they they find their base of people who want to believe it and who are just as insane and there you go. Truth is, doesn't matter. No, truth doesn't matter anymore. Should we all start lying? Yes. Starting now. Starting now. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> I just would be, yeah. <laughs> I'm the most amazing person on the face of the planet. <laughs> I'm deserving of love. <laughs> yeah, like I like I would be mortified if I lied about something and then got exposed for that. Like that would be like I would be so embarrassed. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I be able to personally survive that. Seeing my own butthole earlier. <laughs> and I was like, no wait, I'm just making that up. What if I exposed you? I do a documentary that I'm like I asked Kyle, I'm like did Graydon actually <laughs> look at his own butthole? And he's like, no. no. He doesn't have one. <laughs> he's like a Ken doll down there. It comes out my ears. <laughs> you just open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you tell the story about barfing? <laughs> Oxy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i because this actually relates back to like a butthole journey it kind does. Of. <laughs> <laughs> does it does um no i had done someone who is me um <laughs> so we were that? so we were to give the readers context we met up to go see us on friday we and did, we were just a lot of questions about lots of questions i think i loved it <sighs> i did not you were a hater i did not like that i didn't like moonlight <laughs> i'm just racist <laughs> <laughs> no you just have like you you have a i the bar enjoyed set. it i yeah. really enjoyed it i enjoyed it in too. the end i, I was watch like, it again like that I'm, did not make sense but we were catching up on all things Oxy mm -hmm. because <laughs> I had just come off of my week of painkillers from my surgery and I asked you if you did Oxy ever and you told me this story. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I had one uh, totally um, prescribed and stuff by a doctor. <laughs> um, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling great. I was at a friend's and then I left and I went home and I like grabbed some McDonald's <laughs> on the way. This is like peak me. <laughs> this is like 100% me. <laughs> grabbed some Mickey D's because I was feeling fine. And um, I went up to my little room in the attic. I was <laughs> Where I was staying, and I <laughs> had my McDonald's. And then like 20 minutes later, I just like vomited but it was like a, it came out like a poo out of my mouth. It was like a solid, it was like there was glue in my stomach and it just like came out in a coil and I threw it back up into the McDonald's bag. Like no liquid. No. How does that happen? No, but apparently, like, I guess I was like dehydrated. I'd been out the night before. I'll say. <laughs> zero liquid in my body yeah did it just sit in your esophagus like forever 
Did mm. it even make it to your stomach? What? The, the I, food. The food? No, the food got in there. It was like an hour or two later after I had eaten <laughs> the McDonald's. so crazy. <laughs> and it came out smooth. And I was just like, hmm. That wasn't so bad. <laughs> you can like, it, like mark it on the Bristol stool chart. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> or a six. I can't remember which order it goes in. No, it I go think it lose was to like, hard or hard to lose. It goes hard to lose. Yeah. So that was a one. Wow. Yeah. I could have picked it up in my hand and like. <laughs> oh my God. You had a hairball. Yes. <laughs> You're half man, half cat. Yeah. Cat man. Yeah. Wait, I want to know if any readers have had a hairball throw up. <laughs> an oxy. An oxy-induced. A front constipation. Yeah, because I didn't even know that that was humanly possible. I don't know if it otherwise is. It might have just have been a very... A it was like one-off. a Play-Doh machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I had, like, made a shape with my tongue, I could have made a it's rigatoni. Like a, a manicot. <laughs> manicot. <laughs> Cabagool over here. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, eat your manicot. <laughs> oh man, Camilla, you said you're watching Sopranos. Yeah, we're like almost done season three. You made some progress. We this did. Week. Yeah, we I pushed love through. that. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, did the sober sat and just did that. I love it. Yeah, I'm having another sober or dry period too. Yeah, I'm back into it too. Yeah. Feels so good. I'm 17 days. Ooh, no that's, booze. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to go for at least the month, maybe like six weeks. Yeah. Maybe forever. We'll see. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I thought that you were joking. <laughs> no, no nice. I'm just like kind I, of over booze. Yeah. After post fentanyl, I'm like, yeah, you're like, who's seen the other side? Yeah, that doesn't get me anywhere going into near the alley where I'm trying to go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you got that white China, China white, <laughs> China white. You got that goop. Ooh, gabagoop, gabagoop. <laughs> oh man, should we do some reader mail? Let's do it. Okay, I'm sweating. Me too. Wait, I actually before we do reader mail. I brought my animal cards down. Oh, yeah. We could do an animal card. Because it's been a while. Yeah. Haven't been on a spiritual journey lately. I went to the crystal store before my surgery because I was like, I owe it to myself. Like, I deserve a crystal and got some bismuth, which we both love bismuth. Yeah. We were looking up the properties. What did it do? I forget. It's like grounding, clarity. Right. Clarity. Yeah. I just like to look at it. I don't know if it does anything for me. But yeah. I hopefully just, it does something for you. I can look at it a lot. Yeah. And that, that just makes me feel good. Yeah. About the universe at large. Yeah. Plus, it's an element on the periodic table that's bi. So I love that. Oh, the B, it's bi. Bi, yeah. I, I, <clears throat> I don't know if I told you this, but I designed Feist's music or album cover. Do you know Feist? Yeah. I didn't know that you did that. Yeah. in for metals. And I um, didn't really know what I was doing because I wasn't I'm not really a graphic designer. <laughs> and I just kind of thought that I could take images and, <laughs> and collage them into this. So I had like, it's a collage of all these images and we got the rights to this amazing National Geographic image. And like, there's this image of Feist on this tree and it looks like an F and I was putting it all together and like put it setting the type and doing the back and everything and somebody de- designed this font and then there was this picture of bismuth like we had like the talked about metals obviously that's the album name and 
so we were looking at like bismuth and all these different things and bismuth was like uh a fave of all of ours obviously that's how i first came across it and i put it in and i worked it into the the image and then like right before it was approved my producer was like um where did you get that bismuth image and i was like oh i just found it online she's like you cannot do that we could have gotten sued really badly (laughs) and then um i was like not near my files and stuff so somebody else had to like find a piece of pyrite and photograph it and put it on the album cover so if you look up feist's album cover that's uh is it pyrite, pyrite now? It's pyrite now, but it was bismuth. It was going to be really cool. Uh, bismuth is just <laughs> But the I best. altered it. That's the thing. I like altered the image a bunch, and I was like, it's fine. I altered it a ton. And she was like, no, you can't do that. That's not how it works. No, no, I guess not. I thought that it was. I learned different things about copyright than that person did. So, but whatever. <laughs> better, better safe, safe than, than sorry. sorry. Yeah, better safe than sued. Yeah, for sure. But it turned out well. I want to know from readers what your favorite element of the periodic table is. Yeah. Write me, babepodcast at gmail.com. Mine is salt. Yours is salt? No. <laughs> I don't even That's know. That's not even an element. <laughs> Isn't it? That's sodium chloride. That's mm. two elements. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sweetie. Science. STEM Science girl. fair over here. Yeah. STEM major. Yeah. Once I got my bismuth chunk and then was looking it up because I was trying to see how it's made, I was like, wait... I think I love chemistry in right. a real twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm deeply into chemistry. I'm basically a scientist. You're going to work at Theranos. You're going to restart Theranos. I'm going to restart it. Let's yeah. reboot. I feel like we could have. Theradose. <laughs> like as in dose. Yeah. Theradose where it's just like registered nurses. If you really want to do heroin or fentanyl, you can go to Theradose and get one time only. <laughs> a therapeutic dose a therapeutic therapy, dose like theradose like uno dose yeah it's got lots of meanings my god this mm-hmm. is amazing yeah <laughs> yeah let's think about a startup okay with just one drop of fentanyl <laughs> could kill you or it could be the best can, day you of your two life can say goodbye too soon <laughs> i just switched it all up <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay choose now Choose a card, any card. The very end, because I'm a rebel. You are a rebel. <laughs> what is it? Let's see. It's going to be like... Ooh, the zebra. Zebra. So I picked it from the very end, and I got the last letter of the alphabet. Do you say zebra? No. Okay, good. I was like... <laughs> Get out. Zebra. Eccentric, creative, visionary. Zebras are the most precious of gems. Mm, They are young at heart, well-cultured, and have an undying curiosity about life. Being in the company of a zebra personality not only is a delight, but also opens our mind. Be prepared. Their potent magic is contagious, and you might soon find yourself in a faraway land, expanding your worldview while having a blast. Zebras also like to contribute to the global health through environmental or volunteer work. Mm. This card might be a hint to pack your bags. <laughs> pack my bags. Who, the person I'm with or no, me? you. <laughs> Just get out. Get out. <laughs> Back to Canada you go. When in balance, worldly, enthusiastic, fashion forward. When out of balance, jaded, pouty, vain. Ooh, yes. <laughs> to bring into balance an epic adventure, art. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you need to fire up those cubes. Cubes? The cubes that you were pouring. 
<laughs> Your I'm art. A different art adventure. The cubes were a moment. They were. I'm gonna be- get back. I'm gonna get back to them. But like, I need like hardware and stuff. I need to do things that don't cost me money at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. cubes were time intensive. Resource intensive too. Resource intensive. Yeah. To make. Yeah. Crafting. Yeah. All right. Okay. You wanna shuffle? Yeah. Okay. You talk. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else has gone on, but really, I've just been like laying low. Yeah. I bought a ton of plants. I went on a plant shopping spree. One with my mom. Did you go to Rolling Roots? No, I went to Mickey Hargitay. Yeah, that's the bomb one. Mariska's brother, I think. Yeah. Mariska Hargitay has a brother named Mickey who has a nursery in Los Angeles that is incredible. The prices are very reasonable and the selection is amazing. I don't think I've ever been. Where is it? It's on Fountain and Sycamore. Oh, yes. I've been by. Yeah. It's like kind of, it's very unassuming. But then once you're in there, and I, I would recommend going on like a Friday or early Saturday because like I think the weekend crowd kind of goes and by Sunday it can look kind of picked over. But I went and then went crazy with plants. <laughs> and then now my room literally looks like a jungle. All right. You know what to do. Into three. An elk. Oh. I was the elk last time. You were? Yeah. Oh my God. I figured, I thought we'd gotten it before. Yeah. That's all right. We can share traits. I'm generous. Let's share. Got it. Okay. Elk. Stable, resilient, headstrong, the father. (laughs) Daddy, yes. The great elk represents the earth element in its masculine form. This means it provides underlying support and stability amidst life's many changes. An elk personality, whether male or female, is fully established in themselves and knows their core values. They become known and respected for acting in ways that uphold those values. Sometimes the elk's ego can become inflated. (laughs) (laughs) Ego hit. (laughs) She fills a room, folks. Um, But for the most part, they make damn good fathers, mothers, lovers, and friends. True. The world needs more elk energy. When in balance, supportive, kind, consistent. When out of balance, pretentious, high and mighty. (laughs) To bring into balance... Eat and drink more consciously. Love that. Mm-hmm. I've been eating lots of vegetables yeah. and leafy greens. Fiber. Fiber for the tract. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get rid of the tract. <laughs> All right. On to reader mail. Okay, let's do it. Elk resonates. Did yeah. zebra resonate? Yeah. More so than elk for me. Oh, I, one of the readers reached out to me because I kind of babed out on Instagram. I put up a story. <laughs> Why? What did you do? <laughs> I was going to do a triple story because do you remember um um paris and nicole on a simple life they would say like do you love it and somebody yeah. would say what it and they're they're like uh oh wait wait how did it go do you love it and they'd go it and they're like yeah all of it <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was dumb so i was putting up a poll and i put up do you does it hurt and the answer was yes or no and it was over like a dismal lake mm-hmm. and then i was gonna put um all of it I don't know. Anyway, maybe <laughs> go right now. You're witnessing a babe out. Whoa. And then I was going to do a Paris and Nicole thing. Anyway, 
I had been drinking. <laughs> so you didn't get all the way. Through, I didn't like, get all the way through. through I only joke. got. I only got. Does it hurt? Put up with the yes or no poll. <laughs> That's emo. And then one of the readers was like, "Babe," and I was like, "Yeah, full babe." And I deleted. <laughs> I love. Thanks for checking in, though, readers. Was it Instagram story? It was a story. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. That's the perfect place to babe out because oh, yeah. it'll get de- either deleted by the gram itself yeah. or just deleted within twenty four hours. Yeah. Hi, Lara. I'm rereading White Girl Problems as it's a great compliment to my chill Bahamas vacay and I need to know. You talk a lot about your elevated lifestyle and tax issues teaching you a great lesson, especially about online accountants. And your book has a very deep and studied knowledge of luxury goods, which brings me to what the fuck did you indulge in, shop for, keep, store, <laughs> lost, toss from those days? As a reformed-ish reckless spender myself, I want to contact Hi, Please share. I was just like, feel like I was getting a lot of bullshit and like going on vacations a lot. Yeah. It gets easy to spend money and not know where it goes when it feels like it's coming in. Yeah. It's not one. I'm not the kind of person that would just buy like one big, like I'm not going to pay like two grand for a handbag. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I will end up spending two grand on a bunch of stupid bullshit instead of $200 dinner. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Oh, lots of dinners out were the biggest thing. Yeah. Eating every meal at like a restaurant. You like Anna Delvey at restaurants and just like Mm -hmm. every day. Full. Your table machine holes. Yeah. Um, also I had like in my early twenties and late teens, I had an allowance and I was just like on my dad's payroll. So then that allowed me for like a lot of babing out yeah, and then lots of like restaurants. And then when we'd go on vacations and stuff, like obviously he'd foot the bill and there would be like a shopping day. So there were things like trinkets and whatnots from those excursions. (laughs) Trinkets and whatnots. Mm Mm-hmm. Galore. Yeah. You want to think of a bob? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then just, I think a very, I've always been really interested in reading about like luxury lifestyles and like, I'm just so up to speed on all that kind of stuff. And so I could just speak on that yeah, and write from that perspective. Yeah. And write from the perspective of a fictional character who just like lives that. So it was like an asper. It was like, like I race. aspired to yeah. be babe's level of like wealthy. Yeah. Did you have any, what's the, do you regret buying anything? Do you have any, or did you have to sell something that you didn't want to let go of? Um, not really. I regret, I regret buying. I went to Paris with my dad, like, um, in 2005, he took me and my brother and my stepmom and our stepbrother all went to Paris. And I actually regret not buying this like Jean-Paul Gaultier, like beautiful cashmere, like wrap coat. It was in like a camel color with like kind of a floppy like hood. Mm. It was just very cozy and I would have worn it every single day. And instead I got like a Louis Vuitton travel bag, which is like the most, it's nice, but it's not like it's a heavy strap. It has no rollers. You it's like, it's big. I still have it, but it's like, I wish that I had gotten that coat instead. Yeah. To give you like the snottiest <laughs> answer. Spoiled baby. The spoiled baby <laughs> bitch of an answer I could possibly think of. <sighs> but yeah. But it's easy to, it's so easy to spend in Paris and London and those places. It's like, 
you can drop so much money so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I realize that like my big, like I'm way more like spending conscious. Like I just don't go out to like big dinners and stuff like that. And or like try and keep it really to a minimum and like yeah. grocery shop a lot, which will save you a lot of money. And obviously when I'm, when you're not drinking, you save, I calculated it for myself and it ends up being like $300 a month. Oh yeah. At least. At least, yeah. yeah. And Especially that was like, like when I was... going out and drinking, you're like... When you stop drinking at dinners, it's like, oh, going out isn't as expensive. Yeah, it's, it's not pretty that bad. reasonable. And this was also after I like cut back on it a lot. Because in college, I could spend like $150 in, in a night, like just being out drinking. And then now it's like a non-ish, but... Yeah, not going out anymore. <laughs> yeah, now I just see no one. So <laughs> you save a lot of money doing that. But I'll also go like... I think this past week, I like to like self-soothe with like a good online shop. Yeah. Grubhub's the good thing too. Like all the caviar mm-hmm. and all that shit. Oh yeah, I love caviar. Yeah, caviar. Caviar the app. I've Oof, still never tried yeah, caviar, like real caviar caviar. Uh, yeah. Have you? I've had a little bit, but it like I don't like seafood, so oh, you're I not just tried it to try person. it. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that's I still have a lot of like luxury things on my bucket list. Yeah. So I'm trying. My goal is a luxury lifestyle, but like that doesn't that's not not going to stress me out and end with me being totally broken and yeah. in like sixty grand of tax debt. I'm trying to like get thin enough that I can find good finds at thrift stores of like. Because <laughs> my, my goal last year was to buy all acne and like replace my. I remember my you whole saying that goal. I was like, acne. I live for I was that like, yeah, goal. Yeah, sounds great. Now I'm just like trying to get thin enough that I can fit into the acne I already own, <laughs> and then find more like online. Like if you're sample size, then you're gonna find shit. Oh God! If you're sample size, yeah, yeah, the world is your oyster. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Rick that's Owens so coat rude. when I was younger that I had to sell, and I was so sad about it. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. It was like a $3,000 coat. <laughs> it was the best. I have some but it's vintage. worth it. Like, it was, I paid for rent, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I've had vintage, like, clothes that I bought that I've since, like, grown out of, but I still keep in hopes that, like, someday yeah. I'll just, like... <laughs> Get got a, my House of Holland t-shirt. Get a parasite and then I'll yeah. <laughs> slide back into that dress. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly, yeah, there's not like, there was never like a huge, it was more of just like I was like a bratty girl with not, with like on someone else's dime. Yeah. And then when I finally became on my own dime, I didn't have any sort of training on how to like actually handle that. And yeah. then that's when I got into trouble with debt. So I hope that gives you the contact high you deserve. <laughs> yeah, the very sobering, just like... <laughs> I know. I'm like, wah, wah. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm quite fiscally responsible now. This says, ultimate Aussie troll tale. Reply for pics. They're amazing. Dear Lara and friends, I have a tale so trolly. It's pretty much lurking under a bridge, wearing a trench coat, flashing school kids its dick. My husband and I are both Australian and in our 20s. We did a three-year stint in London to experience some shit and access cheap coke and whatevs. Anyway, my husband has been a crazy soccer fan and couldn't wait to join a shitty Sunday league that, so that he could bro out that he could bro out with while I was hungover. 
The team he joined was so shit. I named them Table Nine, like the scene on The Wedding Singer where all the with all the misfits and looks. They lost every fucking game they played, although their enthusiasm was on point. My husband always harassed me to go and watch them play because, in the same way, a mum can't see that her kid has a face like a dropped pie. <laughs> oh this is the most Australian <laughs> email I've ever gotten. <laughs> I think I need to read the rest of it in an Australian accent. Oh, my God. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say one Sunday. No, that's not it. You just turned red. A shade of rouge. (laughs) Yeah, you're like kind of purple. (laughs) I'm going to poo out my ears. (laughs) Wait, a face like a dropped Dropped pie? pie. That's really good. That's really good. So one Sunday I go, because I'm a good wife like that. I told my husband I'd park close and watch from the car because it was... (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was cold, but it's really so I could put on my sunglasses and nap. I watched the first 10 minutes and it was like watching hairy adult children chasing around a balloon. This is what I won't ever understand about straight people love sports <laughs> or just like i need you to come watch my completely amateur soccer game or football or whatever just like no, no. who cares yeah <laughs> just let your partner rest if you're gonna play kickball do your own i don't want to ever hear about it <laughs> no that's a, your activity yeah. with your own friends yeah Especially like soccer and stuff. Like maybe if it's your birthday and you're playing, I'll come to the end of the game or something. But maybe (laughs) even not. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's uh, it's not. No, mm -mm. it's not fun. Fun for anybody. It's barely fun for you. No, I like and just like don't leave sports out of it for me. No thanks. Just like don't bring it up. Sports are a no. They're a total no. They're noy. A noy. Say it. It's for me, Dingo. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you for supporting him. But yeah. tell him not to fuck off. <laughs> anyway, one chubby guy on my husband's team stood out to me as he leached a super creepiness with his big bald head and porn stash. After the game, I asked my hubby who the British Danny DeVito was. And he said, that's the team manager. He's a nice bloke, but he's fucking, he's a fucking deviant. Always meeting weirdos online. I can this Australian language it's just bleeding through the text. He's a nice bloke, but he's a fucking deviant and always meeting weirdos online. <laughs> <laughs> was that good? That was kind of a British, more British. Yeah, it was a little softer. It was a Melbourne accent. A Melbourne. It's 2006, so if you wanted to hook up, it was Gumtree classified, and that was basically it. Gumtree classified. <laughs> the colloquialisms here, I just don't understand. There's so many. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this babe, but you're in your twenties and you're married. How, how do people do that? I don't know. I thought that that was only like a rural Midwest United States thing to do, but I love, I feel like Australians are optimistic generally and willing to take risks and just like, go for it. They're all in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh It's like skydiving mate or get married mate. And then it's both the same thing. They're into like, free jump like base jumping yeah. just like skirting death mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totes okay it was 2006 so if you wanted to hook up it was gumtree classifieds and that's basically it like trolling wasn't as much of a thing then it was still like ashton kutcher style punk shit so i thought i was revolutionary when i had this idea i said to hubby 
HB. What does that mean? Husband. You should fuck with him. Like pretend to be some bird that wants to fuck him and make him do weird shit. Because my HB and I are massive A bangers. This Aussie is a- for asshole. That's what it says. I know. Oh, but sorry. I, just I gave am it like, away. A-bangers. No, I can't get over the Australianness of <laughs> I this know, email. It's deep. Are you from Alice Springs or something? Massive A bangers. Aussie for asshole. We created a fake. <laughs> you're, hit, you're hitting Victoria Beckham there. <laughs> I need to get my Google to show me. Oh, you sent it to Australia. I sent it to Australia so it could help me study for my Australian She's like, sorry, I'm not working right now. She goes, I'm not connected to the internet. Please try again later. (laughs) I'm never going to get through this email because it's 10 hours long. Will you read it in an Australian accent? No. Please. We created a fake Facebook. <laughs> as soon as I have to it's hard. My body locks up. It's hard. <laughs> Creative fake Facebook account named Cheryl Smith. Lol, like how fucking obvious. Join one of the Devito spanking Facebook groups. <laughs> Cheryl and Danny hit the fuck off straight away with their shared love of soccer and BDSM. HB and I shared so many hard laws that Danny's increasing obsession with Cheryl, and he was keen to fuck, keen as fuck for me to have found, You're reading this like a BBC to host. Go plow, to go to Plowtown on fake Cheryl's ass. <laughs> Careful, you're going to pop a stitch. <laughs> Oh my god, your accent's really good, but you read like a literal, you're a news anchor. It's me, Steve Owen. (laughs) By this time, HB and let the rest of the table nine in on the gag. So we shared all the messages in a group email with the whole team. I can't, this is so long. I can't put them through this torture anymore. Okay, so for any read, like, they trolled this Danny DeVito by creating her fake Cheryl Facebook page, and they love BDSM and soccer. Yeah. Football. And the rest of the team is now in on the gag, and they've created a group email with all the messages. Okay. After a few weeks, the rhetoric was getting a bit old, so one of the Wooks made a suggestion as a final nail in the coffin before coming out to DeVito. Cheryl would agree to hook up IRL if Danny purchased very specific leather and gimp wear and sent photos of himself in it. Oh my god. Oh my god. You cyberbullied this poor guy. Honestly, I feel bad about what happened next, but who would believe Cheryl Smith too good to be true in the fucking first place? Three days after Cheryl's request, a true dark horror arrived to my inbox. Danny took Cheryl's request so seriously, he spent 430 bucks on a leather gimp mask complete with a hose that that rung from his cock to his mouth. The pictures were so intimate and horrid, the lols fizzled into a dark sense of guilt for my soul and his. Didn't stop us sharing it with the whole team, lol. We never revealed our troll to him, but I definitely felt like it was the ultimate caveman catfish in 2006. Enjoy the pics. Love and light. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't have the pics. No, you have to respond. respond. Yeah, let's get those. (laughs) I might. Oh my god. That is dark. I do appreciate the, like, British and Australian, like, love of a prank they really go hard on each other 
you have to have thick skin to be Australian or British. I yeah, think. they're they really rip each other. Theirs are like suicide inducing. Yeah. yeah, like if someone did that to me, oh, I'd, yeah, I'd be like, be bye. like, bye forever. Fenty out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I need all the Australians to write me more emails oh with god. Australian colloquialism. Yeah. It's 2006. So it was Gumtree Personals. <laughs> Like we know. What I love just, just talk to me as though I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I live for this email and I just responded. Uh, I want the pics. Uh, oh, someone recommended. He's like, Lara, I just discovered Susie Orman has a women in many podcast and boy, does it deliver. Susie is babing the F out, particularly regarding the theme song for the show. Start with the beginning of the six most valuable words in life episode for some theme song rumination. Follow with Broke No More to get the full scoop on the origin of the theme song. Oh. I speak for all Babe and Sup listeners when I wish you a speedy recovery. Oh. Um, Susie's theme song is wildly <laughs> bad. Can we play it? I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, let's play it. I was listening to this pod recently, actually. I was her, she had a whole episode about Roth IRAs. She wants you to get a Roth IRA. Okay. Not a simple IRA, a Roth IRA. She'll tell you all about it if you listen. She's obsessed with Roth IRAs. What's an Roth or an IRA? I thought that was the Irish Republican Army. No. For some it is, but for us it's a it's a uh, retirement account. Okay. Susie, I just read her she had a thing on the cut which was like how I get it all done or whatever, or it was like about her money and she sold all her properties and she lives on her own Island with her girlfriend. Oh my God. And she fishes all day. Uh-huh. She said she used to have a <laughs> fishes <laughs> for pussy. No, she used to, she said she used to have collect expensive watches and she would never wear them. She would just line them all up and like touch them and look at them. But then she sold her watches because she was over them. And now she just spends all her money on fishing lures. And she lines up all her fishing lures and looks at them. <laughs> I love. I love the I aspire capitalism. to Susie's level of wealth. Here we go. Like Lola Farah. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and she loves it. I don't know. I haven't listened to like her explanation. Wow. That is really... I forgot it's that inspo. it was that. And then that, now I'm back on. It actually inspo. Financial is, inspo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Love that. <laughs> we are young. We, we are wise. <laughs> Never will survive. Oh my God. So good. Is you walking down the aisle to that? Yeah. That <laughs> By is. yourself and but, with your bank account statement. <laughs> I marry my checking account yes. and my savings account. <laughs> and we all. Oh, thruple. Thruple marriage. Financial thruple. Yeah. Finspo. Susie officiates. Oh my God. And then that lady sings. Yeah. A choir. <laughs> a gospel a choir. choir up sings. on the second floor. Yeah. yeah. We are young. We are wise. <laughs> hi, Lara, and hopefully Edder Graydon. It's Graydon. Oh, hi. That's cute. Let me first say that I love the pod. It truly is a law. 
I have an extreme babe moment, but it's not mine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was definitely a babe when this was going down, but there is a true babe in this story. Let me start at the beginning. My boyfriend has always had digestive issues, and by that I mean he's a brew emergency at least three times a week. Okay, fine. We were living with it. Usually he can figure these issues out himself as he is a 28-year-old man. Well, not this time. Uh Uh-oh. He's a fishing guide and works at a lodge near Alaska for four months of the year. It's cool. We get our space, whatever. So I pick him up after not seeing each other for the entire summer, and we set off to have a romantic first day back together. We get in the car to go meet his parents for breakfast, where I watch him eat a crab cake, eggs benedict, (laughs) and four espressos. (laughs) Four espressos. Yeah, he was doing this on purpose. You're begging for a brew Why does he have (laughs) emergencies every week? I knew immediately that we were going to have issues. Even the strongest stomach would brew after that. But I keep my mouth shut. And because, hey, who wants to ruin a great day? He did. (laughs) After breakfast, we have to go to the mall because he lost his shoes the night before. That's a different story. No issue. We drive to the mall where I take my time looking for the ideal parking spot. We're in a huge parkade at one of the nicer malls in Vancouver. As I'm driving around searching for the spot of all spots, he's sitting beside me yelling, park the car, just park the fucking car, (laughs) fully roiding out. I tell him to chill and I pull into a nice spot in the covered parkade. Well, this is where my life ends. We get about five steps away from the car and he looks me dead in the eyes and says, unlock the car. Shaking my head in disbelief, I say nothing. Unlock the fucking car, he says again, to which I follow and click the unlock button on the keys. He proceeds to put a salad bowl that was in my trunk on the ground of the back seat and brew into it in my car. Oh, my goddess. Dear Jesus, at this point, I'm trying not to scream or cry or have a full melty. So what do I do? I panic, call my mom and start crying, laughing to her on the phone. (laughs) All the while, he is shitting in my car, yelling at me for not keeping my cool. That's a a real projection there. Wait, are they still together? Did you say? Once he's completed ruining my car forever, he gets out and slides the bowl into a box that was in my car. Oh, throw out the bowl. Now holding a box full of brew, we need a garbage (gasps) and we need it now. Well, lucky for us, there were no garbages on the outside of the mall. So we have to walk into the mall. I had to lift the lid off a garbage can (gasps) and dispose of his waste. Tears streaming down my face. He looks at me once I close the garbage lid and says, come on, I'll buy you an air freshener. So I guess the real question is, whose babe moment was that? Love and light. Uh, his. Uh, his, for sure. <laughs> you handled it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Ba- your babe moment would have been throwing it back at him. <laughs> yeah. You really diffused yeah. his babedom. Yeah. I love a panic call to your mom. Oh my berating god. him while he shits in your car that is so funny oh my god that's true love and i want to know if you're still together wait have you i was reading about something it's like urine panic or something i forget what it's called but you like you can be fine feeling like you don't have to pee and then as soon as you like put the keys in your door to when you get home it's like yeah. your bladder knows that you have to pee and i get that happens to me when i have to brew it's like as soon as i get pull into the driveway i'm like oh it's a nightmare <laughs> gotta run. it's a countdown yeah. <laughs> yes it's like little <laughs> it's hard for us the too, track knows that uh, we have to dr- run up the stairs, the stairs yeah 
Sometimes I just have to stop midway through the stairs <laughs> and like clench everything yeah. and like bargain with myself yeah. to just make it make to it, the toilet. Yeah. We're so close, but I think it's like there's somebody in there who knows that it's, it's a close. It's like a dog hearing <laughs> that it's going for a walk. It's the brew <laughs> elf. Park? You want to go to the brew shoe? <laughs> <laughs> the brew bowl? <laughs> the brew bowl. <laughs> Brewing in a bowl is a whole Ugh. new world of brews. <laughs> That's like... Plus crab cakes. Oh, God. That must have been a sloppy one. It's like that episode of South Park where they do the human centipede. Oh, I didn't watch that and one. And the person at the front is like, should I have this um, vanilla pudding or or this, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's it called? Uh, gefilte fish or something. I don't know. It was like some disgusting fish. <laughs> oh, like, my God. And then he eats the fish. <laughs> Yeah, it would be amazing to be the top of the human scent. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Don't, never have to wipe again. Mm-mm. Constantly getting rimmed. Yeah. <laughs> Even when it's not fun, it's fun. God. Okay. One more. Yeah. Hello, Lara, and fingers crossed, Graydon, fellow <gasps> Canadian sweetie. Hi. Hey there. Isn't so much of a babe as just the universe is trolling me and I don't journal, so I'm puking it out here. So three years ago, I got hired to work at a fancy fishing lodge up in northern BC in a place called Haida Gwaii. Haida Gwaii? Haida Gwaii? Yeah. It's, um, that's near where Kyle lives or is from. Uh, my boyfriend is from Vancouver Island, uh, uh, Comox near Courtney. And yeah, very close to Haida Gwaii. Love that. Are there killer whales up there? Quite close to there. Uh, yeah, there are. I've never seen them, but there's. It's gorgeous. Ugh, I just want to go hang with some killer whales. <laughs> yeah. You go up for four months in the summer, work seven days a week, being a literal slave to rich people, but make bank as the tips are good and there's nothing to spend money on. When the season ended, I went home and broke up with my boyfriend of two and a half years and started dating my manager from the lodge. Ooh. Kind of a babe, but we're three years into it, and he's the live, lol, love of my life. Love that. Worth it. The season after I went to work for the bigger lodge in the company, as working with your boyfriend as your manager is hot, but probably toxic and unhealthy for us and the other staff. I worked at the other lodge for two seasons as a housekeeper, and in February went in for a three-week trip to Europe with a girl I worked with up there whose mom was was the housekeeping manager. We had a great time and talked a lot about the upcoming season. This morning, I get an email from the housekeeping manager saying she's taking a new position and that her daughter, travel friend, was going to be housekeeping manager and they wanted her to start with a fresh team for the season, so I'm out of a job. She traveled with me for three weeks with this information and like a soulless psycho said nothing. I should have known she wasn't to be trusted when she would maniacally laugh at PewDiePie vids. Ooh, run. Mm, Just typing that made me roll my eyes so hard I saw my uvula. (laughs) So now I'm months away from being 30, unemployed, and separated from the money that was spent living lavish in Europe with a snake. Not only that, now I won't get to see my boyfriend for four months and will be homeless as we live on the floating lodge he manages, and it will no longer be docked in Vancouver, but up in Haida Gwaii. I guess what I'm looking for is just like three ideas from each of you on what I should do with my life as I currently am standing at the abyss of an open window after that big fish door slammed in my face. So much love and light. Don't ever stop, babe. You're doing the Lord's work. Truly yours. Lost in Canada. Ooh, I love an assignment. Yeah. Three (laughs) Three ideas. Three. (laughs) Um, 
Wait, so uh, she's still with she's still with her boyfriend. She's still with her boyfriend. He's working at a different lodge. He's working at the lodge. She's in a floating lodge. Mm-hmm. What's a floating lodge? Like a ship? I don't know. There's sometimes like houses that float on the water, but hmm. I don't know about this one. Um, gosh, what? I mean. Are you and your boyfriend living? There's so many questions in terms of like how to give advice about this. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking you could do like a Reese Witherspoon wild journey. Mm. Like I'd put that on your list as a possibility. Hiking is pretty cheap. I feel like this kind of situation happens at like 30 um, to a lot of people, like a big life change and a like shift. a big shift in like career and stuff. Yeah. Um. So... I don't know. What yeah, do you, that happened to me shortly after I turned 30. Yeah, I think it's like, I think you just have to really be honest with yourself about what you want to do. Do you want to go back to school or go to school in the first place? Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, I'm at a loss. Yeah, I think you have to write down, like, what is your dream job? Yeah. Or what's something you, or just something like your top things that you love to do more than anything else, and then see what you can do that centers around any of those things. I think it's also like Oprah said, follow the whispers, which mm-hmm. I love. And like, um, if you have like something that you really want to do, but you're too afraid to do, like, I really would love to go on drag race one day, but I keep like, I'm like, Oh my God, that'd be so fun. And then I get so scared about it. You know, like, Oh my God, you like should a, do that. <laughs> I'd love to. You'd be amazing. I've, I've started the application twice. Um, maybe next year. You have to do it. Yeah. Once I can fit into sample size. Again. Follow the whispers. <laughs> I know. I know. I really want to. Um, so, I think there's like, think about what excites you about what you want to do. I think that's pretty major and that could be an exciting, fun thing to do. Yeah. And like, it's like I don't, when I'm writing, I don't, I write as though nobody's ever going to see it. I know that's like cheesy, but you have to like be super honest and open and be like, um, uh, write things that you would be terrified of other people finding out about mm-hmm. and just like, or just like, don't worry about offending anybody else and don't worry about like where it takes you don't judge yourself about what you're thinking. Basically. I I think like, I don't know. I think it's, and I think also don't be hard on yourself because, um, you're still very young and like 30 is not that old to have a change in direction. No, 30 is very young. Yeah. But all it feels like you're, it feels old. And I remember feeling like, Oh my God, nothing's ever, I'm, I'm too old to ever do anything, but like, I'm about to like change careers again right now. I feel like, so yeah. Yeah. I feel ancient. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's like high achievers feel that way too. I think that, and then also just like, yeah, I don't know what I was going to add on to that. That would have been any more like illuminating of the thought of feeling old, but yeah, Yeah, I think it's like, like, don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. And there's a lot of like emphasis put on like young people. Yeah. Like people themselves over like age and people accomplishing things by certain ages, but that's really just like all PR hype. That's like not meaningful or real. Well, I was, looked this up the other day and like Vera Wang didn't design her first dress until she was 42 or something. And like people like 
so many actors who are famous like you that you take for granted that have been famous forever ha- didn't get their breaks until their 40s and 50s sometimes and mm-hmm. and there's so much time to f- like accomplish things i don't know yeah yeah there's a lot of time and age is really like let's end ageism yeah oh and then there's the sunk cost thing do you know that mm well, this doesn't necessarily apply to our reader here, but like it's like if you feel like you should keep doing something because you've spent so much time doing it already, when really you should just quit and like start something new. Oh, so yeah. like you feel indebted to what you've been doing because you've been doing it for long, so long, and you feel like you can't like just give up on that. It's for relationships, it's for careers, it's for everything. You're like, I might as well stay with this person because I've spent 20 years with them. Mm-hmm. But the reality is like, no, just if you're not happy, you're not you have to the leave. And it's going to suck, yeah. but like it's going to suck worse if you don't do what you need to do. Totally. Yeah. That's how people get people sucked Better. into pyramid schemes Ooh. is the sunk cost. Oh. Because it's like you put up so much money up front to get yeah. like all set up with your pyramid scheme whole thing. Then you're like, yeah, I can't, give up I can't now. possibly like give up now because I've I spent like $2,000 to like buy all this Mary Kay makeup. So Gambling. I have to just sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then there's a lot of merit in just like doing something and trying it and yes. like seeing if, it fits it fits or you like it like i feel like for podcasting that's kind of what happened like after i left the white girl problem situation i was 30 and literally was like great i have to start completely over with everything from like ground zero and that's when i kind of started podcasting about vanderpump rules and then freelancing on the side but then slowly that grew into what i do now which is podcast a bunch but even that is like i reach moments where i'm like okay like what's beyond this or what is the next step and yeah Yeah. you're gonna be constantly asking you're you're gonna be constantly evolving what it is you do and like everything in your life yeah is that three things each? <laughs> I think that's Do something with a killer whale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, I'm curious if I was right about where it is, but yeah, just like also breathe deep and just like take in the moment. Yeah. I love that advice. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be this person. I like this the whole, the whole shift. It's a namaste. It's, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I don't know what's happened to me. I like it. Um, thank you for your emails. Thank you for being patient while I took a little brief hiatus from babe. We're back now. Write me more emails, babepodcast at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, give it a rating in the iTunes store, leave a review, tell your friends and family, spread the word. Tell us what your, the color of your butthole is. Yeah. Have you looked at your butt? Yay or nay? (laughs) If it's nay, go look at it now. You're doing yourself a disservice by not looking at your own asshole. Trust. (laughs) I just said send pictures. Maybe you want to delete that. (laughs) You're just going to get overflowed. I just get like 30 (laughs) asshole pics. Don't send me pics of your asshole. You want to do a sign off that's clean without me saying send pics of your asshole? No. (laughs) I'm just trusting your readers. I trust my readers that they won't send me asshole pics because I really don't want them. But if you want them. No, that's all right. Okay, cool. Um, 
follow Graydon on Twitter and Instagram at Graydon Shepard. Mm-hmm. Are you back on Insta? Or did you Not delete? yet. I'm planning just like a full coming out once my new body is already. <laughs> you gotta go away to come back, honey. Yeah. yeah. Um, follow me at Lars Marie and please get our star meters up. Yeah. Lori Laughlin is number three. Ugh, see? Let's kill you someone. Fuck people over. <laughs> yeah. If we were to like commit a wait, is Elizabeth murder. Holmes up there too? She's got No, be. she's not an entertainer. Mm. Yeah, but as yourself, you can still be credited. I don't know. Maybe they don't just I don't think it's maybe like they just, just don't it's not give a popularity contest. It's a more of a performer, an actor, or an actress. Yeah. yeah. Oh, triple threats. Performers. <laughs> Multi hyphenates. Yeah. Um, which we are. Mm-hmm. So upvote us for the love of God love of goddess for the love of gaia (laughs) (laughs) all right that's all thank you for being my guest thanks for having me it's always a pleasure (laughs) Bye. bye Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.